0: hey there wary traveler have i got some good news for you after this episode of wtf at tfw there are like three more all ready to go because uh i had a kind offer from an acquaintance of mine uh, an army of bees to be precise uh who offered to take over doing some editing for a little bit and boy do i need that kind of help at this time so i said yes please and uh hopefully uh with being 2022 and all now move into more of a slightly more like the old days kind of groove because uh, boy howdy do I need the help uh, anyway until then enjoy some paleontology and uh, I won't be barreling out all those episodes like one after another and in, in one week I'm going to space it out a little bit uh, to create more even flow but uh, you know rest assured there's actually stuff like ready to go after this feels so weird to say it what's going on down there it is september 24th 2021 and i am the internet's own nostradamus Chris Vangelis internet and uh, and I can predict the future. It turns out I can warp reality. Uh, only when it doesn't matter. But uh, but to, to make a point of that, I have crafted for you, dear listener, a special podcast today where uh, I've brought in an expert in a field, much like our aeronautics podcast where I brought in uh, airplane experts. Today I've brought in a dinosaurs expert. Uh, so I am joined by, from Moonbase 2, Moonbase 2's own uh, Mikey G. Will V2 Paleo. I Irish paleo there was another name in there and I missed I I forgot where it
1: goes but hi Mikey how you doing hi Chris I'm good how are you we are people of many identities yes I
0: spent all of yesterday thinking about how fun it would be to just say
1: every single name of yours I could think of in a row uh let's see it started with uh G-Wolf which was when back in the Bebo days yeah did you have Bebo over there with our version of MySpace? No, I um, heard of Bebo. It's one of those things, kind of like, no. it kept,
0: it kinda like uh, Telegram, where you hear about it. Yeah, no. but
1: it... and and this Charles was the last call from a, from the beginning. G Wolf was because I was watching a Wolf documentary and I like Grimlock. Hell yeah! I mean, it's logical. Yeah, and then it was that. Then I made a YouTube channel where that got shut down. And it became G Wolfy 2 and then that got shut down because I changed to an old banned email address for, for my account I used to post AMVs on, uh, which got banned <laughs> over Inuyasha AMVs, um, which I quite liked. I quite liked them. I, I, I had it a out.
0: copyright strike <laughs> for years because of AMVs <laughs> that I, I put up in 06.
1: Yeah. Um, and then that's where GWOV3 came from. But then I didn't want anyone to know I was on Twitter when I started, so it was Irish Paleo.
0: Oh, and and I, then they all found me. And now I've now I've merged it all together. Finally, the <laughs> the, the <laughs> curtain has been pulled back. <laughs> uh, I, I but yeah, I work. War- I warped reality the other day when I woke up and I, I woke up late and I saw this whole thing about um, about Vegeta being on uh, a Hasbro stream and I was like wouldn't it be, f-? You know, everyone was like oh victory dub and people, and so I was like wouldn't it be funny if he's just on there because he's hype about Star Saber and that's all that the stream is and then I, I went away <laughs> and then I came
1: back and it was like wait that's actually what happened? <laughs> yeah, I, you because I, like for anyone who doesn't know the context basically Christopher about- out of nowhere, just said, I'm doing a victory stream. <laughs> Which led to, like, this weird moment where there's an almost realistic opinion. It's got something to do with dubbing Transformers. 100% realistic. Why else yeah. would, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, 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 you know, smart here here, just like, oh, what if he's just really enthused? Turn on the stream. So I was walking through a convention a couple of days ago, and I saw this. And I thought it was cool, but I don't know what it is, so let's ask Asbro. I make a thing of it, and I was just like, "Oh my god, Chris could see!" Oh no,
0: I had this moment like, where I was kind of like, "Are y'all playing a joke on me? Like, is are we having a good time? Is this fun? Fun, fun times? What was the stream actually about? I, loved, I missed it. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, I just loved how afterwards you could uh, there was audible internet blinking. I was just like, "What?"
0: Yeah, and 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 the 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 cherry on top was that they were just under nine thousand backers during that stream, so they couldn't even do the yeah. bit as I understand it. But then they became after it about
1: a couple of hours later, and... <laughs> yeah, I'm good, yeah, um, good on them. Uh, I think they gained, like, 600 backers that day, actually. Yeah, on, on one of the, the Discord channels,
0: I I saw someone was keeping account, and I was like, that's kind of skyrocketing, all things considered. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah was it 600 some and and then they, they yeah. did the the color render reveals where they kind of quietly accidentally maybe showed the third stretch goal shield yeah uh, i didn't notice it till someone pointed it out because it's it's just Same. Star, it's star saber colored bits on the star saber alt mode i'm like that It just looks like more of his jet
1: uh, uh hey mikey uh, I, I guess I'm like
0: a- uh oh mm-hmm. good ahead, good ahead.
1: No, no, I was just gonna say I want to be the one guy who's um, really outraged or including that because it's not from the cartoon. It's an add-on they made for the masterpiece. <laughs> I mean, what's what's
0: really bonkers is like no media version of Star Saber has ever had a translucent blue flight stand with a big yellow V on it. So like, <laughs> really, who's this for? Who's this for? It's it's <laughs> ridiculous. Hey, Mikey, are you are you getting it?
1: I should just ask you. Uh, while you're I here. would I would like to, to be completely honest, but I am in a financial hole to keep my language relatively clean so i am uh, basically hoping i can afford the uh, uh uh planet x idw grimlock for christmas and that will be my big spend this year hell also, yeah. like my model kit buying had to be put severely backwards because i realized like oh no i have too many
0: i yeah i mean that's that's a story i've talked about many times with not just model kits but also just lego uh <laughs> when you when you have when you when you're you're collecting unopened boxes uh and it's not ones with windows on them, at least, then you're yeah. kind of like, ooh, boy, I got to self-assess for a sec. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, speaking of that Grimlock, which looks pretty cool. Um, it, it does. It, it, it was great. really neat to see they were doing it. Um, the, My the favorite reason, Grimlock design. Is, is it because he
1: looks more like an, a, a dinosaur? Uh, par- yeah, no, that's a large part. I also like the robot mode a lot. Um, but yeah. I, uh, yeah, the, the fact it looks somewhat like, like it's a Jurassic Park T-Rex, but it's a T-Rex. And like... Yeah. If you speak to Nick about how he came up with the designs and everything else, it's really interesting because he, you know, did research, which I think is a first. Now we just got to get Planet X to be, the, like,
0: another company to reach out to, to go, like, yo, just send, send that artist one. Just send it. will be good. Yeah. It'll
1: be good for you. Yeah. You'll, you'll look yeah. really cool if you do that. Uh, also, do Swoop, the controversial design. <laughs> oh, with the big eyes? <laughs> big eyes and really skinny body yeah I love that design ah controversial. Yeah, the great How oh, many got so mad
0: How many bricky swoops exist? You got plenty. Let there be a thin one. There's already <laughs> another thin one. animated had <laughs> a thin one can... yeah he was he's all great. I love that toy uh but this this is a perfect transition into the um hmm. the the meat of this podcast I wanted to record with you much much like as I said, our, our aeronautics podcast uh Mikey knows lots about dinosaurs, and uh there was an errant tweet the other week. It's kind of just about like, yo, bring me on, I'll I'll yell about robot dinosaurs. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that'd be kinda of cool. Cause I I don't really know anything about dinosaurs that wasn't taught to me by pop culture, which makes me part of the problem. Hmm. Um <laughs> like I had to be f I had to be fed like T V shows and toys with feathers on raptors for me to go like, oh, they had feathers? Damn, thank goodness TV told me. Um so, Mikey, like uh, hmm. we we were talking in the pre-record, like like you said, sort of to kick this off, there was a big twenty fifteen moment in paleontology that sort of like got a lot of a lot of
1: not like dinosaur stuff moving, but that was a big moment that could be relevant to this. Yeah, um, it was a strange thing. So, pop culture and dinosaurs have an awkward relationship. Um, there. S- you ha- you basically have a ver- some very clear divisions. And, like, you have, like, the 1900s to the 1950s is when dinosaurs became a pop culture icon. Before then, like, beyond, like, a couple of very big events in England, no one really cared. People were more into, like, mammoths and saber-tooths. Mm. Um, dinosaurs kicked out from the 1900s, largely for finding stuff like T-Rex, Triceratops, stuff like that. Really, really dramatic-looking animals. And then from there, this is the lizard period. From the 50s on is when they start getting more upright and kangaroo-like. Um, and then from the 80s on, late 80s on is when you start into, moving into the Jurassic Park era, and there's a thing called the Jurassic Park effect, which was after Jurassic Park, the number of people in their teens uh, and university age suddenly going into paleontology skyrocketed. Damn. Absolutely skyrocketed. Um, and it what came with it was a weird thing. of The dinosaurs in Jurassic Park were relatively accurate for their day, right? Hmm. The, the, the frog thing was nonsense. The fact that... Uh, T-Rex was actually quite a bit smarter than raptors, for instance. Um, but lots, lots of wrong things. But the generation that came out of that then started like this revolution, this big renaissance that's still ongoing in paleontology um, that we've learned more in the last 20 years than we have in the previous 200. Like, it is that big. And they did it because of a movie that they're now going back and heavily criticizing for not being accurate to what we know about dinosaurs. <laughs> and in yeah um in 2015 of course what came out jurassic world um uh now this is a movie that i happen to really enjoy because i am a big into monster movies you know this of me like Mm. you know i i i love one of the things i love about jurassic world is they give rexian blue identities like they're characters now they're not events Mm -hmm. like uh, like jurassic park has a has a 20-year legacy character that's a (laughs) t-rex i I love that um (laughs) And the Adamus is a... It's a dragon. It's a, it's a big movie dragon that doesn't breathe fire. It's fun. But... None of them are based on the science of the day. Whereas Jurassic Park, as much as it could try to be... Like, they... They're, you know the, the velociraptors are too big. That's a very common thing. Mm-hmm. Um... When they were making the movie, Steven Spielberg was really irritated because none of the animals in that family—they're called dromaeosaurs—they—they there they was none of them the right size. He said, "Like it's not people are going to learn about this and say my movie's not realistic." During the filming, they discovered an animal called Utah Raptor, not a very well-known one, shows up in a lot of video games, which was quite a bit bigger. Um, now, that was then like, "Oh my god, we've got the animal!" And Robert Backer came in He's a very famous very crazy paleontologist who came in and said like i've got the animal it's amazing and like this is this is the animal for your film even if you used the wrong name this is it years later turned out utah raptor is way too big like it's about 10 feet long and like seven or eight feet tall it's way too big but (laughs) jurassic world is just like 1993 dinosaurs made in in a 2015 world and the paleontology community exploded with rage
0: yeah, I, um, I always, I always wondered if, like, hmm. you know, until that movie came out, I was like, the catch 22 hmm. of, of trying to establish lengthy continuity in Jurassic Park is you eventually have to, if you want to stick with this, you got to figure out, like, okay, so why, why did our dinosaurs look like they should have decades ago, but now is actually wrong? And you end up hmm. with this, like, I, I, I always thought of it as a catch-22. Like, you can't really get around it without just, you know, going into full-on dragons, basically. And, like,
1: we we yeah. filled in gaps. Shrug. <laughs> With frogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not birds or crocodiles. The two not- things you actually use. Frogs. <laughs> but, yeah. But that was the real thing. Like, essentially, we the continuity outpaced itself. It was never meant to go on this long. Like, yeah. Michael Crichton never wrote a sequel book in his life until Jurassic Park and then it, it you know it was i would say jurassic park was the first like not the first big franchise but the first one to truly outlive its expected lifespan because star mm. wars was originally meant to be much longer than it was in the 70s and 80s it, it wasn't until the 2000s they actually brought it up to what the original vision but um least the film account but um so 2015 there's this uproar like there are news articles there's interviews there's screaming there's yelling there's everything else and there's people saying, like, the, the children watching this movie will think dinosaurs are big lizards. um, r- uh, Which was ridiculous. Um, Next film comes out, it gets even worse. Because they basically then take all the elements from Jurassic World and make it a bit worse with a director who didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's interesting for Dominion is that they've got a new consultant. I happen to know him quite well. And I know they've got uh, Colin Trevorrow back. And the consultant added in um a scene at the start which is set in the cretaceous which has like a feathered t-rex and lots of feathered dinosaurs and stuff like that in there um and it's like modern what we think the modern feathers on a t-rex are not the big fluffy coloring but like downy f- downy thin fibers hmm. um so it's a, it's actually weirdly enough Jurassic Park is now adding in like fiction like oh the, the, we made the dinosaurs to look like how we th- so we got to a stage where they looked how we thought they should look and stopped Oh, so then, they're,
0: they're doing the, cause I, yeah, in my mind, I yeah. was always like, that's, that's almost like, I was gonna say the easy way out is you, yeah, you lean into the frog DNA thing and go, like, yeah, we just, we made monsters basically that we thought or what dinosaurs are supposed to look like. Like it's, cause it's, it's sci fi, you know, stuff going on at the very base level. Yeah. It gives you an out as long as you don't get precious about
1: like having been right. <laughs> yes, yes. Unfortunately, there's a bit of that going on at the moment, and people still aren't happy because the modern dinosaurs are still styled in the retro way. Like they, the, the leak um, trailer that came out with Fast and the Furious Nine, F Nine, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. um, it showed the T Rex they cloned Rexy off of, and she's fluffy and she's like she looks like Rexy but with feathers. And Mm -hmm. then we see Rexy in the modern day, like, big old girl, lots of scars, and she still looks the way she does. And people still why does she look like that? And I'm just like, you'd be complaining if they added feathers. yeah, Because she wouldn't look like Rexy.
0: Like, at this this point, it's kind of like, it is sci-fi. It's like a, you know, Hmm. know, mutated clone story, but also... uh, it's, I, I think like maybe they gotta cap this thing, and if they're gonna do anything else, maybe just start over at this point. Like, Absolutely. Like if, well, if they're maintaining they, continuity for they, this long too,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they've said that Jura- the, th- there might be further Jurassic movies, but this is the cap on the original. Like this is their Revenge of the Sith, which yeah, hopefully yeah. not as not as. Revenge of the City. But, uh, um... I was going to say, when you said there's a flashback to Cretaceous period, I'm like, so then the Quintessons show up. And oh, and no, no. And no. they burn all the feathers off. off,
0: and that's what happens. Yeah.
1: Age of Extinction. <laughs> I, I wrote the section on TFWiki <laughs> called Paleontology Weeps. <laughs> on that article page, so. I, I always um, feel bad for you
0: when I'm like, "That is my favorite of the live action movies," but that's like my favorite too, though. That's
1: it's the thing. not
0: because it's right; it's because, it's, boy, <laughs> no. it just goes. It's like, no, you know, yeah, it just what... lean
1: into what those films are.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like the reason the Dinobots look kind of funny is because they were built off of not dinosaurs but quintesson melted dinosaurs. So you're all
1: good. <laughs> I, uh, when it when it this is a little bit of a tangent. When it came out, I was having such fun with just Age of Extinction because it's just Optimus is a dickhead and everyone else is too. Um, I did like on TFW. I did individual articles on doing taxonomy on the Dinobots. Like, let's assume that that they're based off a dinosaur that looked like that. Yeah. How would you diagnose? Them? Like, I came up with new species names and like what what are like Grimlock's horns for and everything else. Um, and people got very mad at me for some reason. <laughs> Ah, that stuff so, like, like, stuff's I'm so fun, fun, though. Like, like, you, yeah.
0: like you, you could do that with that uh, the live action Power Rangers. Well, live action Power, Rangers, you know, the Power Rangers film, where they, um, yeah, yeah. when when they kind of they got what are you, what you, what I would call like very creative with the Zords in a way that is like, mm. now I want to know what you're what you're doing though, because like you know someone thought <laughs> of it, like you know what, was it like yeah. an eight legged mammoth or something? Uh,
1: I mean, I think
0: that would be cool. Yeah. Like why why I, wouldn't why I, uh, wouldn't aliens yeah. add more legs to a mammoth when roboticizing it? Yeah, like there's a horror story. That's like we've kidnapped a mammoth. What are you doing to it? Adding legs. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like like um, with with that kind of because to me that is a, a really helpful like just a pop culture overlay of mm-hmm. like because because there's there's I was gonna say where dinosaurs are in pop culture, but it's true. Like like dinosaurs in pop culture are to me like this whole other entity where we're we're like. We, it's every five years we kind of like lean over to you all who actually know what's going on and go like hey so are we uh how we doing we doing okay <laughs> mm. <laughs> and it's like i don't know you want to hire me as a consultant nah it's good we're gonna make another movie we got chris pratt it's gonna be great uh, yeah. But, <laughs> uh but yeah like kind of kind of going back to to where dinosaurs are with transformers we're in this other unique mm. point where we have an iconic you know um, quintet of Autobots, the Dinobots, um, and Paddles—the best one—and and Paddles. Well, Paddles is like not part of the quintet because Paddles is doing all the important missions, right? True, uh, true. But uh, yeah, the the original five um, constantly come out in some form or another, be it official or unofficial. And uh, whenever they deviate, there is a lot of squinting and like gnashing of teeth. And hmm. the the bummer is that when they deviate, they are deviating away from, as I understand it, really
1: not great dinosaur silhouettes uh, from yeah, no, from the 1980s. In all, in all honesty, like I I think it was Power of the Primes that really hit me because mm-hmm. I was walking down a toy aisle, like I was like, oh, okay, so we're doing mass like the whole masterpiece hybrid toy cartoon design. Okay, and then I was walking down the aisle and in Smith's a toy shop up the road. It was like, okay, Transformers on the right, Jurassic Park on the re- on the left. And I'm just like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is really strange. And it didn't help they were bad toys, no matter how much I tried to say they weren't. Um, and then I have to admit, like when Studio Series was announced, a Studio Series Grimlock, I was like, okay, if they do the one that's based off the show model, like same proportion, same simple design, and everything else, at least... I'll be able to justify it. And then they did the, ma- the masterpiece design. And I got annoyed. And then they did Slug, who was, all- who was more toy than anything. In-, in his Triceratops, anyway. And I got annoyed. <laughs> and I'm mildly dreading Sludge. Um, and yeah, like, it's a very strange thing to me. And... Like, it's not just, like, they're based on wrong designs. Like, it's a Jurassic Park with plenty of those. And, like, I love mm. the, the, like, classic movie monster stop-motion T-Rex design. I'd love, like, old articulated movie-style figures like a Ray Harryhausen or something like that. Like, I think mm. that'd be fantastic. But that's from an artistic point of view. From a this-doesn't-look-right point of view, looking at Grimlock or Slug at the moment or the Power of the Prime's Dinobots, they don't they're, they're marketed at a nostalgia factor which the primary audience because we are a big audience we're still not the primary audience for any of these toy lines i think i think it's fair to say like we're we're like a big consideration nowadays but mm-hmm. the children looking at these like that doesn't look like it might look like a generic theropod it might look like a generic dinosaur that's not what a t-rex is to them like a t-rex is king to megatron who I think mm. looks fantastic, and I've got Rexy pre-ordered, and she's coming to me, and JP's coming with her, and that's fine. But I'm getting a Rexy, um, <laughs> and she turns into a, an, an angry giant lady. Like, what's what's not to love? Yeah, um,
0: per- that. Not to tangent, but like the color scheme also is like so close to T Rex that now that people have been getting T Rexes, mm. I saw it on my phone, and I was you know not fully awake, and I was like, wait, this out already? What? Because I thought it was the the two pack, and I was all, and then I was like, why is everyone taking pictures of the T Rex and not JP? Like, what's going on? Yeah, uh, but
2: like
1: even even like Dinobot, I've got them on the desk here. Um, mm-hmm. like the fact they went, they tried to like update the beast modes in in Kingdom to make them look more like what we think animals look like, whether it's the like Rat Trap or Black Arachne or Dinobot or whatever. Like, mm. it's so strange to me to see the Dinobots in this 85, like, eight earlier, it's an 82 aesthetic, because it's, like, Diaclone, Um, Mm. in the modern day. And to me, it's increasingly looking wrong. And I I don't know if that's, you know, it's my version of what every every other paleontologist did in 2015. or Maybe it's because, like, for me, like, Grimlock brought me into this franchise. Like, that character brought me in here. And, like, I was so disappointed not to get, like, I want an accurate one. And it's, like, I also think... Locking in on these designs are, are like, leading to things like Grimlock can never have a decent length tail.
0: That's the big one for Grimlock for me that, like, made yeah. me start to even um, take more interest in this over the years hmm. is that, like, a G1-centric Grimlock dino mode is kind of useless in dinosaur mode in a lot of ways. Uh, like, the shape is weird. Um, posing is hmm. weird. And yeah. and o- often you end up with, like, um, a giant tail. And it and I, the thing I was thinking of when you were talking about looking wrong is is when you just look at G1 Grimlock now, like, we're so far removed. Like, we're, we're going to soon be at, like, 30 years removed from Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Uh, um, and
1: the anniversary's coming up.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 that T Rex doesn't look like Grimlock. So now, like, we're we're decades removed from when what Grimlock looks like is what any kid would even recognize as a T Rex remotely. Hmm. So when I look at Grimlock, I'm like, what? Do you, what does he even look like now? Like, he doesn't. He looks m- like a weird Godzilla kind of with a tiny head. Yeah, with a tiny head and a long nose. And a, and a uh, big butt. <laughs> yeah, he he, he just right. doesn't really make much sense. Um the 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 this, mm, you know, mm. very old G1 version. And I, I even noticed when I got like I got Studio Series Slug recently and I got the Grimlock. When I got the Grimlock, I was like I like the the girth. But um he was hitting me kind of the weakest out of the first wave of SS86 mm. because his alt mode was and and you know, his transformation's not bad, but it leads to an alt mode where I was just like I felt nothing. Uh And Slug, at least, like, his transformation leads to an alt mode where it's, like, he's a fun potato. Uh, Yeah, and
1: and I would also, that's a potato that we haven't really, like, outside of third party, that's a potato that you're not, we've never really had properly on. Like, I'll give it that, like, you've never had an opportunity to buy a decent-sized Slug before if you buy retail. Yeah. So Grimlock, though, you've had Masterpiece, he's shown up in Power of the Primes, he shows up in most lines now because he's become, like, the the number three Autobot after Bumblebee and, and Prime. Yeah, and so, and th- thankfully, it does... Like, I, I do have, like, a positive
0: outlook on this in that I think Studio Series Grimlock hmm. might be the swan song for the worst parts of that design. Um, because whenever Grimlock... I don't want to
1: say I hope so, but yeah,
0: I kind of do. Well, whenever Grimlock um, hmm. appears in anything else... Um, he always skews as like as far as they feel it feels like he skews as safely away from that as one can while maintaining re- like recognizability. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Like um, coming to uh, mind immediately, like would be like you know the 06 Classics
1: one, the Cyberverse Grimlock. Yep.
0: Uh, mm. Cyberverse
1: well, is something I'm super like. I am so excited about the Cyberverse Dinobot designs. I love them. They they kind of fall a Cybertron meets real animals. Yeah, um, I was, I was, that's what, um, that's where I kind of wanted to transition is like
0: now that we have mm. like a fresh set of them happening away from nostalgia bait, other than you know Evergreen being the baseline of that that mm. design schema. Uh, like it's 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 always it, it, one hopes that this will actually like continue forward because uh, it was 2006 when we had a Grimlock that really skewed away to like towards mm. I would I guess I could say quote unquote realism
1: in that. He was designed quote, quote, unquote, to walk with him, right? Like <laughs> he was—he—he he is something I have, who is near and dear to my heart. He was a nice try, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, because, uh, kind of go into the the like. Grimlock's an easy one to focus on, and I don't want to take up all our time with him. But the uh, one big crux of it, I guess, like like outside of like really specific stuff that you know going down to my layman level, is Grimlock not being able to lift his tail off the floor while he walks is a problem. I would say. Mm. Um,
1: yeah it's a weird thing like everyone i know who's had the masterpiece will usually pose if they keep him in dynamo grimlock is posed leaning so his body is up and like he's in a more classic t-rexy pose i've never been to someone's house and seen them have a grimlock and he's just like oh no he's in the classic like dino pose it's just like he looks more dynamic like this and it's it's weird because once you get him like that you can't do anything with him like i've got the the planet x um, follow Cybertron Grimlock, and you put him in Dyna and there's so much you can do. He's got so much posability and personality in comparison. Like simple simple thing, his tail bends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kalidas like, is coming up. His tail will bend, <laughs> and, and kind of
0: kind of like you know by by virtue of physical materials, it's very difficult <laughs> for a G one Grimlock's tail to even move. Because I I, yeah. I always find it really weird. To, like Studio series, I just did it with recently, where you put him into a more like normal quote unquote modern quote unquote t-rex pose and then you're left Mm. with all these weird shapes in a posture that they weren't ever really suited for uh and it's 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 like you know like we're saying it's it's so strange how like this like 1980 i think or 81 whenever that the diaclone one came out like this really old t-rex has persevered on the back of like only like like semi-relevant nostalgia but it's
1: it's still lingering
0: around everywhere. Uh,
1: no, I mean, I've always sort of taken it as, as especially, you know, I'd say the last five years are the big nostalgia boom for Transformers toys. Like, it's been about referencing, I'd say from Titans Return, not quite Combiner Wars, but from Titans Return, it's about referencing as accurately as possible what we either think we remember or what we have on tape. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Dinobots have been drawn into that. But as much as I get, like, you, you know, it's no secret I get a bit frustrated with what I, I'd love to see, like, generation versions of the Evergreen designs. Like, I love Evergreen Grimlock. He's so much fun looking. And I, mm. it, as much as I love Cyberverse, that is a toy that will never get the design, the, the budget it deserves. Like, mm. I love that toy. And I think it also has a really clever transformation, which is something I think sticking to these nostalgia-based Dinobots is robbing us of as well, creative transformation, But... Yeah. um while I like yeah you know, Optimus looks like a red truck and looks generally the same shape and I've got the the shadow glass Optimus um Arcana, as I call them on my desk and looks fantastic and I love it and I think it's a really clever transformation in the chest but he still looks like a tr- you, you know you go outside in Ireland you see trucks like that yeah that's a real thing that exists yeah, Grimlock like- is based off of a magic monster that we thought we knew about years ago and we had to break its tail to make it look like that because we were so <laughs> convinced we were right because that's uh, for anyone who didn't know when they did the old models when they did the old mounting they used to break the tail of dinosaurs to get them to do the whole lizard drag
0: oh man they actually had
1: to break the bones because they were so convinced it had to look like this oh man i didn't know
0: that you and like hmm. Saying it, you'd think, like, hey, if we have to break the bone to do this, maybe it didn't do this. (laughs) Unless their bones were, like, something we don't
1: comprehend when they were alive. Uh, If you ever... One of the explanations for this given back in the day was that the, the tails actually kind of, they weren't for bending, they were sort of springboarding. And there's a very well-known uh, piece of paleo art called Laylaps uh, for an animal called Laylaps, rather. I think it's it's not called that anymore. I can't remember. It's some kind of theropod. And mm. it's basically like they're kangarooing into each other. <laughs> Using the tails, and it's like if you just Google "laylaps" l a e l a p s, you'll just see two of them. One's on his back, and the other's in the air, and they're just like, "Yeah!" If uh, only that had been I, part of Grimlock's like cartoon activity back yeah. in. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> well. R.I.D. did it. R.I.D. 2015 did it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and I should say, read Grimlock, <laughs> another one that it immediately went <laughs> to being, like, a, a walker. Like, basically, like, with Grimlock, it's kind of like, the path is already there. It's already been done. It's just, whenever we revisit G1 Grimlock, it's almost like we're kind of, like, kind of walking backwards a little bit and going, like, alright, <laughs> how do we make his tail too thick, but also make this toy fun? Uh, mm. And I guess just to kind of cap I'm- off, or go ahead, go ahead. No, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, to cap off Grimlock a bit, um, the obvious things, right, that me and everyone else who don't know tons about dinosaurs tend to click with is mm. like, okay, he's supposed to actually be walking as we saw raptors walking in 1995 when that was also maybe not 100% on, but a lot of people tend mm. to say, like, you know, the raptor walk Grimlock. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. His, and his dino head obviously is larger when on every other version. So his head should be larger. He should yes. be walking on two legs. His tail shouldn't be, like... Eighty percent of his body mass, um, but are, are there any like like more really specific things that a lot of people tend to not notice uh, that that
1: has also been altered on on better Grimlocks? Um, well, like the eyebrow ridges is something very small, but it's something very distinctive on T Rex and like uh, Cyberverse has it. Like oh, just these nice. two, like they they have T rexs very big eyebrows uh, built into the skull, like the actual this is the actual bone, and it gives them a kind of like constantly surprised look um and Cyberus has it uh, nick's design from idw has it and our good old grimlock his head is as smooth as the baby's backside um yeah. <laughs> the eye this is a, this is something that most of them don't do too much of but like again Cyberverse has a bit of it the eyes facing forward is really distinctive when it comes to t-rex mm-hmm. um because they, they're one of the few di- uh, theropod dinosaurs that had binocular vision like a lion or us so oh, they okay. could, they could judge, it's, wh- it's one of the reasons where the whole scavenger argument falls apart because they've got vision specifically designed for hunting. Like mm-hmm. you don't have that vision if you don't need to judge a distance between you and what's over there. Um, none of them really do this, but it would be kind of nice if they had the wrists in the right orientation. Um, cause you know, the classic, like raptor hand look. Yeah, Dinosaurs could, dinosaurs couldn't do that. So oh, that's called, okay. Th- that's, that's called pronation. That's, you know how we can rotate our wrists back and forth? Yeah. Dinosaurs couldn't. Their wrists were kind of shaped like a half moon, so they could only do up and down. So they'd have their like palms facing in towards the body.
0: Okay. So they'd um, be able to like grip inwards basically.
1: Yeah, and like T-Rex had arms like a like a bodybuilder. It was incredibly strong for the size of them. Like arms like a bodybuilder in-
0: on a T-Rex is something that pop culture never hits <laughs> with me either because what's what's the uh, thing we always say about the T-Rex in jokes? Look at those little oh, arms.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> between them they could carry about a ton <laughs> okay <laughs> like this thing this, okay something i love about t-rex that like t-rex is one of the dinosaurs that if you're into paleontology people say oh stop trying to say it's cool it's just this overexposed thing the secret is it's really stupidly cool because <laughs> it is the most over-designed powerhouse in the history of nature that whatever walked on land it's too strong it's too powerful its jaws are ridiculous it's got T-like railroad spikes, and it might have been as smart as a chimpanzee, <laughs> which is something new um, that hadn't had a lot of work done into it, but uh, based on relative volume of the brain to the rest of the body, T-Rex's brain is really big.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so basically, it might have opened the door if it if it wanted to really lean down. But <laughs> um, but like I love the fact that there's an animal that has jaws strong enough to slice a car in half without trying. And, like, it was just like, why did you evolve it? Why not? Yeah, like, why did every part of you evolve like that? Because <laughs> like,
0: the, the, like, right? the scrawny arms, right? The scrawny arms used to, like, oh, yeah, he's, he's got huge legs and a big chomping jaw. Like, yeah, what does he need arms for? And it's like, oh, his arms also could li- lift a ton. It's like, oh,
1: why? Because. C- <laughs> yeah. It's like, um... There's someone, when they, the whole, like, uh, mid-90s and early 2000s, where we started, like, Giganotosaurus or Spinosaurus, the ones that are, seemed a bit bigger, mm-hmm. and, like, oh, T-Rex is being dethroned and we got Jurassic Park 3, which is a movie that can die in hell, but, um, <laughs> and, and then, like, ten years later, um, about that, yeah, they're a bit longer and a bit taller, but its bones are, like, twice as dense as either of them, <laughs> um, So, basically, you could shoot, uh, if you had an elephant gun, you could shoot a Spinosaurus in the face, and it would kill it, because it's got this big, long, slender snout. You could shoot a Giganotosaurus in the face, probably do severe damage, because it's got a quite light skull. You shoot a T-Rex in the face, you've pissed it off. It's like shooting a honey badger. That's fantastic. I'm
0: actually glad to hear this, because I I like the (laughs) idea of something that we thought was too cool, ends up it actually is cool. Like, I don't know, I I went... This is a complete tangent, and no one will agree with me. Like, I kind of went through that with Final Fantasy VII's Sephiroth. Like, like, as, they should. Yeah, as, as a teenager, <laughs> I thought he was super cool. Man's got big, long coat, big sword, so cool. Hmm. And then, you know, you, you hit your late teens, 20s, and you're like, this thing was, that was never cool. It's stupid. And then it kind of cycles around where you're like, no, you know what, though? When you just lean into it, and you and they, they, they make new media where that's really all he is, is a large coat with a big sword that walks in fire <laughs> with that one piece of music. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. It's very one note, but it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, Sephiroth's great. T, <laughs> t- Rexes sound cooler
1: than Sephiroth. You can quote me on that though. Uh,
0: um, no,
1: I I will give you that. Like they're probably more driven than he is. Yeah, just got, yeah, I've yeah. got one thing to do and I've done it, I've done it now, I don't know, I've been sitting in the planet for a while. I like the idea of smart T Rexes too. Like, just the, you know. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's ima- absolutely terrifying. That that
0: would change the <laughs> horror aspect of a Jurassic Park like to to move closer to a Freddy Krueger, uh, or possibly like, possibly the, a the, Cenobite. The toe.
1: <laughs> Yeah, imagine the toe, the toe tapping scene but with Rexy. Yeah. Or what it was if just like, like oh that's that's much scarier.
0: What what if we enter the conversation of like, you know, is would would a T rex also have been capable of empathy or cruelty? <laughs> and then, like how um, would that enter into things too? <laughs> we've got evidence for that. Oh boy. Because when you got so a, we, when you have a weaponized body like that, you're like, if that thing also yeah. is aware of cruelty, then, like, what is that? Yeah,
1: <laughs> we've got um, foss- well, we, two big things. Like, we found some fossils of, like, some remains of an adult surrounded by babies, mm-hmm. like, decent-sized ones, but not, not, not new hatchlings, like, mm, sort of late nestlings to sub-adults of different ages. They weren't all hatched at once. And then we found one T-Rex, and their leg was broken. But it had healed. and But it had broken in a way like the animal probably couldn't walk for a few weeks. Mm. But it had healed. And it was just like, how did this thing stay alive? Because it's warm-blooded and it needs to eat a lot. Like, it did Like, the chance of it, like, oh, this happened and I've collapsed next to a dead triceratops and nothing tries to eat me in the meantime. Yeah. And the most probable thing is that something was bringing it food. Damn! So there's a very good chance T-Rexes were basically like wolf packs that were just smarter, stronger, like not faster, I'll give you that, they're not super fast, but they don't need to be. Because they are for they are the movie monster. It yeah, can we, can we at least, run, it's catching you. Can we just give it one weakness, please? Dear
0: Evolution? Can we, can we make the speed lower a little bit? If it can throw one ton rocks at me as well as bite a tank in half, then we uh I'm I'm I mean, starting I to. I wanna
1: see I wanna see a cartoon with a T Rex wielding a tank. Yeah.
0: Sorry. It just throws it. Uh so yeah, the 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 T Rex is an easy, you know, easy place to start and yeah. and um and like you said, like I'm I'm also hype about the like I've I've been keeping track, like you know, hopefully a swoop comes out, but it seems like hmm. you know, I'll have to go across price points, but I'll be able to get a, a basically poseable robot mode Dinobot bot of each one um, hmm. from that new that yeah. new set. Um and uh, so let's let's go to let's. We were talking about Slug. Let's go to the Triceratops. Uh, it's, it's, hmm. there's not, there aren't a lot of there there aren't a lot of the other Dinobots. Period. But um, for Slug, we kind of only ever have we have the G one version. We have the Age of Extinction version. Uh, and as far as toys, uh,
1: animated.
0: Um, oh yeah, we had animated as well. He was hmm. in he was part of the trio. Um, hmm. So. As a layman, I am always presented with a Triceratops as being, you know, like kind of a cross between a tank and a potato with three horns on the front uh, <laughs> that looks like it runs into things, um, not to ki- not to eat them, but because that's just it, it. You know, it has those things on the front; it's a way to protect itself. Mm. Uh, and that that's about it. That's about my knowledge of the Triceratops. It's like the B team character um, in in pictures of dinosaurs. Yeah. It's it's the uh, it's it's. Not the not the blue ranger, but like um you know it's like the orange ranger. You know it's just there. Mm. Um, and the, mm, if mm. they were Power Rangers, that's I'm going far. What is a Triceratops <laughs> like? What have we been getting
1: wrong about them? Um, well, the potato thing's kind of off. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They were actually pretty svelte for what the size of them were. Um, say so they I would recommend this. They're the current um, YouTube web series called Dinosauria. It's like five six minute animations done by just like a amateur animator, but he's really, really good. His first mm-hmm. one is a relative Triceratops called Styracosaurus, which uh like ractonite. Um and if you watch that, that is what we think those look like now. A lot more graceful, uh more delicate looking, like they don't have these big columnar legs that look mm-hmm. like an elephant's like um like it's it the basic construction hasn't changed a lot, but like they're you know you know the classic image of the big tall back? Yeah, yeah. Like that that's gone now. Or, like, the number of toes has changed. The length of the face has changed a bit. Um, with Triceratops, what we've learned more is about, like, evidence for what they did than anything else. Um, hmm. Like, we've got Triceratops where the frill is covered in scars, or little pockmark holes. And it looks like that's from fighting between Triceratops, like the horns, the two adults getting off each other. Um, generally, they, they think now, like, the horns and the frill were all about sex. Um, Mm -hmm. and trying to get as much as possible. (laughs) But then we've also found, like, a triceratops with a a tyrannosaurus tooth embedded in its backside. Um, And it healed, which is the impressive thing. And it didn't come away with, like, dust for bones. But, um... Also, the, this is something, like, some of the relatives had lots of quills down there. Like, we found these. We actually found the animal. And just the entire back end of the animal is covered in these spiky quills. And some people are wondering if Triceratops had that as well, which would be really... I think it would be really interesting, because in some cases, um, just for fun, some artists have turned them into, like, proper spikes. So, like, I'm just like, oh, no, he's reversing. Run! <laughs> um, but I will say, like, Triceratops in general, like, the basic... The very, very basic overview of what you think you remember is right. It's about the the proportions, the angles. Like, the head wasn't mm. up against the back, like, crunched up. Like, it always looked like he he's like, really shocked He's hiding his neck. And, like, yeah. it was much freer, like... Um, there was a very... Uh, early on, some people were trying, like, a bit of a revision of paleontology. They, they imagined, like, the frill was actually, like, a bit... Supported a big hump like a bison. Um, which they didn't. But, um... Yeah. It... In in ways he gets off, but like slug, for me like be- annoys me because the cartoon slug looks more like a real triceratops than toy slug. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the current studio series and I'm just like, but the car one you're not the cartoon. Two, I wanted you to be the cartoon. Three, you'd look better if you were the cartoon.
0: <laughs> Do you think it's This is going off the top of my head? Do you think that <laughs> it's it's partly the toy slug is like offering more mass for them to fit the
1: robot into? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that is a big thing. Um, now, I'd be... You know, you look at, like, third party and stuff, and, like, the the mm. Planet X uh, uh, Fallout Cybertron one, they got around it, and Fans Project got around it, but they also had, like, infinite budget. Yeah.
0: Um, I, that, that's one of the, the the handful of Fans Toys... Um, or, sorry, I was Fans Toys. I was just someone... Unrelated. I, I was just looking at that Fans, <laughs> fans Toys... Um, fort max head and someone was asking me about that but you said fans project <laughs> and i just remembered they did a set of dino bots as well which i collected and i just had completely huh. blanked about um <laughs> but yeah i, I get, you, I get I, what you actually, mean actually
1: i think i think animated and cyber designs um are probably the best ones like in terms of looking like a real tracer you know not including like the big hole out of the frill or anything like that but like the yeah. actual like proportions and everything else um the new cyberverse toy the new that got leaked that's a good proportion one, and animated is a good proportion one as well. It's just a bit potato-y. Mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, I don't need them to have big like. L- oh my God, look at me like like a bodybuilder, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going
0: to say that um, I meant to say this during the Grimlock talk as well. Like the the one little hmm. caveat, the kind of Jurassic Parky caveat, one can at least apply to the G one designs, is that was hmm. like Ratchet and Wheeljack thinking they knew what dinosaurs looked like. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like, not just We're humans gone. getting it wrong, but aliens getting it wrong based on humans getting it wrong. So it's like, yep. all right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, okay. The, then uh, I guess to to go to the next one, um, and another one that I always vaguely remember being a thing as well is is sludge slash the brontosaurus. Because uh, mm. uh, in the in, in the eighties, the brontosaurus, I think even more so in Dino Riders, was often presented pop culturally as like, look at this, uh, this walking skyscraper, this, uh, mm. you know, this, this almost potato body, but just with a big, like, you know, tree trunk neck kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Sludge actually having like kind of a shorter neck now that I think about it. Yeah,
1: uh, he's more a Camarasaurus, if I'm honest, but I won't, I won't kill him over that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, this is, this is also another thing about dinosaurs that, as, as a layman, I always am guilty of, is, like, there's a lot more than, like, six or seven dinosaurs, uh, <laughs> but a lot of us tend to, like, boil them down to six or seven that we've seen uh, in, a, in a movie well, or cartoon.
1: Like I said, last 20 years, I think we tripled the number of dinosaurs, so.
0: Hot damn. Do you? Yeah. So do you happen to I can't to keep know, track of all of them. I was gonna say, do you happen to know for trivia's sake, like what's a ballpark number of the actual number of dinosaurs? That... <laughs>
1: um, last time I checked, it was approaching a thousand. All right, all right. I feel less last guilty
0: about about getting
1: a lot of them wrong because that's a lot of
0: dinosaurs. No. <laughs> uh,
1: and like it's changing constantly. Like uh, bro- the Brontosaurus like, is a fantastic example of that because you had Brontosaurus, mm-hmm. and then. The 90s, they were saying that Brontosaurus wasn't real because it was a chimera of a Camarasaurus skull and an Apatosaurus body. Mm. And they went to the original Brontosaurus, and it doesn't have a skull, so that made sense. And that was the truth for a good few years. And then 2014, I want to say, um, they re-examined it and found, like, actually, this isn't Apatosaurus. This is a different animal altogether. This is Brontosaurus, and it turns out there's two or three different species of Brontosaurus. So now you now it's back. It came back there a few years ago and I get to be really smug when people think they're being really smart and say, actually Brontosaurus doesn't exist. Uh yeah, like, then, then you're like, oh, welcome to two thousand six But yeah, like Sludge Sludge in ways is kind of the generic sauropod, the generic long neck dinosaur. But um mm. like they've gone through so many changes over the last twenty years. Like they've they've both like, it's weird, like, mid-90s, there was a big change where some um, engineers came out and said, like, dinosaurs like that doesn't don't work. They were, like, they built bridges. And they said, like, suspension bridge technology, like, you need balance at the front, balance at the back. You can't have this big straight-up neck. Um, mm. So long, lo- this long-necked animal with, like, the neck held forward and would be grazing low down. None of this rearing up or reaching up into trees or something like that. So, like, walking with dinosaurs is the classic classic look at that if you ever had a chance to watch it um this sort of like hoover of the savannah um and then uh i would have said when did matt do this he did this uh, it really kicked off around 2015 2016 uh no before that cuz cause 2012 2012 cuz i remember that hmm. the talk um and then it was just, like, a, a fella called Matt, he pointed out that no animal has all their... Ver- like, you look at a giraffe's neck, it's actually got a little bit of an S-curve in it, because your your vertebrae curve inside your neck, every, every single animal, it's just, like, you know, your muscles and everything else make it look straight. The way they were doing it, like, you'd have to break the neck to do it. Yeah. And... You know, it made engineering sense, but it didn't make biological sense. And then doing a lot of uh, dynamics based on modern animals and stuff like that, like ostriches, which have similar leg necks. It was found like they'd have to hold their neck upright or at least be able to lift it upright because they can't do like they wouldn't be able to feed if they were eating off the ground. Yeah. And now we're, we're weirdly back into like a hybrid animal at the moment. But like Apatosaurus isn't a very big apatosaurus. They're actually relatively small. Um, only about ten to twenty ton- tons in some cases. Like re- there's a really big hmm. type that's like forty tons, but like really rare. Like you've got a- like animals in that family now that are 60, 70, hundred tons. Like Brachiosaurus towers over them. Um, the head's wrong as well. Like the head's way too big. Um, feet are wrong. Blah blah blah. But um, he's one that like I don't get as bothered by because at least like like the cyberverse design just to go back to something like that the cyberverse design hmm. the sludgery scene it works in a lot of the modern aesthetics he's not as chunky he's got a long tail he's got the upright neck uh and then it, it sci-fis it. it gives him it gives him fangs and stuff like that but like it it's it's when you see like this g1 style long like actually kind of short stiff neck. With this big potato back and, a sh- and the short tail drives me nuts on on sludge, like it's like a design feature. <laughs> yeah, like like I was going to say with the suspension bridge
0: thing, like there there. I, I suppose one of the first arguments raised, like that would that would want to get more granular on it, is like you know a a and an organism isn't a bridge in that an organism can mm. adjust its posture. Um, some even, even yeah. you know, re- reflexively, subconsciously, but yeah, you would, you would, I would assume you'd still need like something to counterbalance that that long neck, um, just to even yeah. walk
1: around, I suppose. Yeah, so you'll you'll usually find that with one very odd exception called Mementosaurus, which has a relatively short tail and the longest neck of all of them, but also seems to have like the entire front of its body is basically muscle, um, <laughs> like. The shorter the neck, the shorter the tail is generally the way it works. But like Mementisauurce is bizarre. It's one of those ones where like there are just dinosaurs out there that don't make an ounce of sense. And mm-hmm. but they must have, because they worked. But um Yeah, like one of the things like never trust the scientist is, a, is an old favourite of mine because <laughs> lots of scientists think they found a fact. What the scientists have found is like evidence and it's getting them closer to the truth, but we'll never have it a hundred percent. And like the, the suspension bridge thing seemed to solve a lot of problems that people were having and when they found that they went okay we don't really need to think too hard about this it looks right and i'm not insulting people today the they did the best they could but we all did it we like we hit the answer we think we need to get and then we stopped thinking about it and when, mm-hmm. as you said when you look back at it like it seems very obvious that that doesn't work for a living animal
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and,
0: uh, you know, it, I suppose, like, it's, it's worth mentioning, like, in the midst of this all, like, you know, it, I, I assume, you know, paleontology and, and just the study of, of extinct creatures is, like, an ever, an ever evolving, it kind of never, mm. never wholly concrete science due, due to the nature of, like, there are no living examples. It is extrapolation mm-hmm. of data. And it's like, we're, like, with a lot of sciences, you're, you're kind of hitting a 99% uh, over time. And it's like, this is the best you really can do, but it, makes the most sense so for now this is where we operate from um hmm. and to, to my knowledge like it, it must be also like
1: exciting when you have like a big boom of new information uh oh yeah um the sometimes dinosaurs just present just the oddest things and and just like the thing with t-rex like we've learned so much about it like so much new information on an animal that we've known about for what 120 years now i think um and, but, like, there's a, there's a weird dinosaur that came out of uh, China that has, like, bone spurs coming out of its elbows that support, like, a really thin gliding wing. Damn. And it's basically, like, like, it's literally like one of those anime things, you know, like, Technoman or something. Or what's, um, not Technoman, Organ. Organ, where, like, he had big bone spurs coming out of his elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, oh, there's a real animal that does that. that just grew an extra bone (laughs) i should should
0: also add in the midst of this the more i'm learning about dinosaurs the actually cooler they seem than how they were presented to me in (laughs) in fiction uh just in general (laughs) um but uh that that, i was just i was just pulling up some photos on my on my phone to remember some more of the cyberverse Mm. i guess quote-unquote leaked designs but uh, this can take us to snarl um the mm. uh, the stegosaurus, another beloved pop culture dinosaur, in that it's it's the right one with so. all the plates. Um, yep, and no one ever gets it right. So that's what I was wondering because I know I've seen <laughs> lots of takes on Stegosaurus with uh, different shaped heads, different heights of hump on their back. Yep. different layering of plates, be they double layer, triple layer, single layer. Uh, yep, and I- so. Like I was gonna say, like what what is the most concrete vision of the stegosaurus so far?
1: Um. So, how, what's the easiest uh, thing to reference here? Okay, it's weird, but it's probably the Stegosaurus of the Lost World, the 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 nineteen ninety seven one. Okay. Um. So would, Jurassic World is actually less accurate than that, which is very strange. But <laughs> um. So they didn't have these like short stubby heads they were quite long and gracile they held them at an angle like the like the apatosaurus and stuff they held them upright they were just much shorter neck for mm. some of them some of them they have really stupidly long necks like Miragaya had the uh, from spain huge neck um some of them had plates some of them had lots of spikes uh stegosaurus is kind of weird in that it doesn't have spikes most of them have like at least uh, extra spike, like their plates turn into spikes halfway down their body, or they've got like spikes coming off their hips. Um, Stegosaurus doesn't have any of that. It's very strange in that regard. Um, the plates were probably a bit flexible um, because they have been held in muscle. Um, they weren't used to heat the animal. They weren't used to keep it alive. They were probably display items just for showing off. Um, the tail is held at a much more upright angle, like not quite parallel with the back, but like the you you know there's no it's not like curving downwards at all it's definitely been held upright because we found the tendons and they don't bend that way Mm. um more gray style again it's more lightly built than a lot of what we're saying um the big thing with the g1 dinobots that that doesn't look right is that that sort of um domed back that's just not possible in the real animal the plates are way too small as well um head head is like relatively tiny compared to the body um, they didn't have a big brain. That's that hasn't changed. They weren't very smart. They didn't have an extra brain in their tail, which people used to think. Um, Yikes. They didn't need it. They worked. They worked fine without it. Also, a the real thing, if the tails got
0: oh. spikes on it, which implies that they hit stuff with the tail, but also your other brains in the tail, then like, <laughs> what would the nature of a concussion be to a... <laughs> us?
1: I just hear the tail swinging, and all you can hear is. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this? <laughs> Oh uh, god! I banged my backside off something. I've got such the, a
0: headache. The, um, thing, the <laughs> thing about G one Snarl that always kind of like sticks <laughs> with me is the the shape of the dinosaur head. That like really weird, yeah. like amphibious looking head. Almost like it's like a turtle head. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Fall of Cybertron is closer to the real head. Like the proportions are all off on Fall of Cybertron, um, mm. but. Um, the head looks basically like that. Like, it all had, like, an armoured throat, which very few people realise. Like, the entire, like, just this, like, armour plate in the middle of its throat. Most people think, like, something's trying to bite that because it's an easy target, so armour it up and then you're fine. Um, But, yeah, like, the the head is a weird thing because lots of, lots of things portray it with those big flat heads. Mm -hmm. And it's just... I don't know where that comes... I think that comes from a a piece of art from the the very late 1900s early or very late 1800s early 1900s um by in a very famous american museum and it's like this big wall art and then in just the middle of it there's this big bumpy headed stegosaurus and like lots of stuff like stop motion animation did the same use the same design um, and that kind of fell away but yes it, he, he's one of those ones like kind of like slug the silhouette is vaguely there it's just when you start looking at the details it all just doesn't work hmm yeah and, and um, uh, but I'm, I'm very fond of I'm very fond of Snarl because he's the one no one cares about he's yeah he never gets anything in fiction uh, <laughs> and I'm,
0: I'm kind of I'm still kind of like as much as I also want a new Snarl I think it'd be still so funny mm. to just put out an empty box for Studio Series 86 <laughs> Uh, no, just... no, you,
1: you put you put out um, swoop, but in the back of it, you just have like that one shot where they're all <laughs> grouped a... up watching the, oh, like, you... and he's just in the corner there. <laughs> you call the toy
0: swoop and snarl, and snarls in the yeah. backdrop. So someone has, so someone has to keep one of those backdrops. Uh, swoop and
1: snarl, but you just get like half a Stegosaurus. <laughs> that you can put against the wall like a bookcase.
0: I, I actually, I never. I, another thing I've just learned that the plates were probably hmm. just ornamental, and you know, um, hmm. not not like a practical a tool.
1: Of, yeah, they had a lot of blood vessels in them, which means if something bit there, which means living tissue, which means if something bites that, that's not a defense. You're in agony. So does that mean it's really like,
0: funny how many pop culture, especially robotics. Um, stegosaurus is literally like will ball up like a hedgehog
1: and use the plates to like slice stuff up or. Oh yeah, no that that yeah no it's hilarious. Like extreme dinosaurs did that back in the day. I remember that show distinctly, and mm-hmm. it was just like, why is that Stegosaurus a buzzsaw <laughs> So would that be akin to like I don't know if I had if you if you if one had skin tags and tried to weaponize those, I guess. Yeah, basically, person? like ah, I, I have warts. I going to use i have going to brush them off things really fast and hope it does damage
0: you know what psychological warfare if you hit someone with a wart that
1: would probably really <laughs> make them go like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh. yeah like it was like what we think they could do is change the color of the skin or the soft tissue that was on them or possibly like if it was, like, it was probably like kind of like your nails and mm. they could probably change the color so like Show off to a female, show off to a potential rival, you change your colors, you make yourself a bit brighter by rushing blood into them. Maybe it just makes them brighter colors than, like, not necessarily, like, oh, go from green to blue, but, like, oh, yeah. no, they're kind of ready, and now I've made them bright, and that, that red is, like, saying back back up. And, like, it also works, like, to maybe, it makes you look bigger, and if you can move them uh, you can and change the color, predators are going to think, you look healthy, I'm not going to bother with you. That would be then, a cool uh, te- action the- feature, like, like, light up oh, plates yeah. on something. I'd love it. I'd absolutely love it. The tail did work the way like that. Tail was lethal, absolutely lethal. Mm. Like um, they have, a, they had to come up with a whole word for the spikes called thagomizers, um, which has yeah. the my, which I love. The do you want to know the origin of thagamizer?
0: So is it, I just got to ask? Does that mean that one could <laughs> yeah. verbalize that to, I am
1: thagomizing. You could. Yeah, oh, that's Thags- awesome. Th- th- thagamize the, each other and their enemies because we have found. Ph- I think it was an allosaurus with basically like half a spike embedded in his neck. Damn, like so, that didn't happen by accident. <laughs> so what's, what's the what's the etymology on on thagomize? Like where does that come from? So uh, most, for anyone who doesn't know, most names uh, in in English actually are derived from Latin or Greek. Uh, dinosaur names are usually Greek or Latin, but some are Chinese, some are Irish, um, some are English, like depending on what they're found. Um, Chinese names, Chinese dinosaurs usually have Chinese names, and China is like mm. the big place for dinosaurs at the moment. Like we're getting insane specimens out of there. Like, f- like a, a, a nearly T-Rex-sized animal that is covered in feathers. Absolutely covered in feathers. Like, would have hmm. looked like a dead turkey. But um, <laughs> Thagamizer doesn't come from any of that. Thagamizer hmm. comes from a comic, a uh, one-panel comic, uh, about Thag, who was a caveman. And Thag got hit, hit by a Stegosaurus. And, that, and someone really loved that comic... Uh, in the 1950s and 60s. And in a paper, they put the word thagamizer in. <laughs> and it stuck. That's excellent. That's excellent. Because that is, that is a that is a big, like, chewy,
0: delicious word. Like, yeah, you're yeah. Gonna, you all going to get your ass thagamized. <laughs> it sounds like you're just going right. to eliminate someone so, from the planet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to... I'm looking at the... Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so... I'm just looking at the comic. I might send this to you, actually. But, um, the Wikipedia article for it. There was a w- whole Wikipedia article, and the comic is Now this end, it's a, p- a caveman with a stegosaurus tail. Now this end is called the Thagamizer. Ne- after the late Thag Simmons. I'm looking this up. That's Side. Yep. that's, so, far, that's the, Yeah,
0: that's the side That's Gary Larson. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope, 1982, man. that was. I, sorry, I made it too old. Um... I'm uh, uh, I like I'm... how it says informal, informal term. No, we use it very formally, like it's in textbooks. <laughs> I, I I am
0: now also like smiling furious that there has not yet been a transformer named
1: Thagamizer. Like, I mean I named I named a dinosaur a pterosaur rather after Nick Roach. It was the best I could do. <laughs> I know, but Thagomizer sounds like a Transformer name, like he, he Autobot yeah, Thagomizer. No. Like it? How did yeah. how did we a not get a fossilizer? Yeah. yeah, like a, a spiky ass fossilizer. Get John Warden. Are you? Oh, we don't. Who's who's replaced John Warden? Uh whoever replaced John Warden.
0: Oh, damn. Now his, it's, uh, I can look this up later. His name just slipped right out of my brain because now I've filled my brain with Thagomizer. all everything. All the, I had to shunt a bunch of knowledge to the back closet because I'm just I'm focused on this word. Uh, but okay. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. That's also something that really should,
1: yep. that should be, that word should be associated with snarl a lot louder in the fandom. Yeah. Um Yes, no. So if if you walk away from anything from this, lads or ladies, uh and everything in between, please remember Thagamizer. Th- thagamizer is important. I'm gonna say that yep. much. It is important. Also there's just a piece of art of one being shoved up an allosaurus's jaw on Google Images, <laughs> and that's beautiful. <laughs>
0: i gotta check my um i i have a dinosaurs uh card game that is very has Mm -hmm. lots of scientific names in it i gotta see if they use the word thagamizer anywhere in there i want to play my thagamizer card uh
1: uh, i think of thag
0: simmons yeah good old good old thag (laughs) simmons (laughs) hey ancestor of agent simmons it ties into transformers yeah perfectly uh but that brings us to the last of the the classic five, which would be Swoop, um, and and much mm. like I would I, I imagine much like Sludge is more like just representative of the the ones with big necks, not really a specific one. Uh, mm. As it sounds like, I always got the impression Swoop represents more just one with wings rather than specifically like it's a, tyrann- a well, This is another whole thing, right? A Tyrannodactyl. Mm. As, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough, like. Swoop, like, body-wise, he's a brick with wings. Head-wise, he's a pteranodon. Like, very distinctly a um, okay, A male pteranodon, actually. Um, whereas Wingfinger is a female pteranodon. Um, oh. So uh, I am also responsible for that article now adding that Wingfinger probably counts as transgender because the toy's identified as male and it's a female pteranodon. I saw that going In around. I remember, biology. yeah. <laughs> so, that's my fault. I, oh. spread, I spread horrible lies. I think I might be responsible for some of the stuff that's in the King Grimlock comic. I mean, there's there's stuff of, like, you but. know, characters like
0: Wingfinger, um, it's kind of, we, we kind of just collect what data we can, because it's, when you look at a character and you know, like, oh, you're not getting any fiction. Like, we need, <laughs> we need to take what yeah. we possibly can to
1: characterize, you know, whoever
0: this is. But uh, if that's
1: what I did with my life, if I could say, like, I helped make a trans-transformer, I'm, I don't think that's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Hell yeah. Um but, um so yeah, uhpterosaur- but pterosaurs were something like i I mentioned here I named one after Nick Roach, mostly on a bet, he still owes me my half, where's my comic cameo <laughs> um <laughs> I did get like original maximum dynabar art just sent to me in the post, so i suppose i've I've got something out of it, <laughs> but um <laughs> just, like, send me more, please, by the way i love he sent me my favorite page, and I think he did it by accident because he didn't realize that I love that page, but still um. Yeah, they've changed dramatic... Pterosaurs had what's called their own independent renaissance um, starting about 2003, um, mm. where just they two people, uh, Dave Martill and Andrew Kellner, independently started working on them, and they started training people to start working on them, and it exploded. And yeah, like in my university, just among the PhD crowd, there were four people working on pterosaurs in one small building. Like it was kind of nuts, um, we actually outnumbered the, the, the like the people working on like theropods or triceratops or something like that Bam. um yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's completely awful
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah, they have a really bad reputation historically uh pterosaurs, so pterodactyl is a type of pterosaur it's uh, it's kind of complicated because hmm. pterodactyl was the first word used, but it was never used scientifically. it was just like. We're fancy people in the seventeen hundreds. We all speak Latin because we want to make everyone feel excluded. So we're going to call this pterodactyl because it's Latin. Mm-hmm. Um, Pterosaur is the technical term. Pterodactylus, which is the, is a small little German animal um, that does not look anything like Pteranodon. <laughs> but it's it was the mo- It's like very famous because like when they found it originally in the seventeen hundred, it had like body fuzz, and we could see the wing shape and everything else. And it's like people. They- before the... People thought they were bats, because the only animals that had fur were bats. Oh, man. Um, so, turns out, like, pterosaurs, they were they were very fluffy. Very, very fluffy animals. They have a unique type of fluff called picna fibers. Um Big leathery wings, but they were very good flyers. In fact, probably better than most birds. Um extremely powerful many of them were largely terrestrial most of them would have spent most of their life wandering around like doom storks um some of them reached about as tall as a giraffe um some of them were small enough to sit in your hand when they were adults we found babies um they seemed to have a unique heat regulation system uh, they're they. You know, some of them had like pteranodon has a crest. Some of them have crests that make pteranodon look very lazy. Some of them are absolutely There's one that ha- basically has a big antler sticking out the top of its head. Oh, man. Um, some had teeth, some didn't have teeth. Um, they could probably run pretty fast if they wanted to. Um, they folded up the wings um they some of them they had a weird i do i don't know why i'm doing the gesture because i don't have a camera on. i, I was but doing that when we were talking
0: about the t-rex wrists so i'm guilty as well so do <laughs>
1: do me a favor put your hands out in front for you yeah hold down the so your last two fingers curl them up to the hand as close as you can get all right now rotate your hand so the, your index finger is facing backwards right. uh okay that's how. That's how uh, the most advanced, the largest, the most powerful pterosaurs hel- had held their hands. That's how they walked, and that's how they ran. Man, oh! While, while also having one of those, one of those fingers you put behind them has curled up to be a single finger, which supports a wing that can be as long as the rest of the arm, or two or three times longer than that. I was going to say, and they could th- run like that.
0: I, I recall conversations about this kind of shape when the Fans Project Swoop came out, and it was primarily designed mm. to be able to walk on all fours.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, it, and, it's the only time that's really worked out, actually.
0: Yeah, because I, I remember there was a lot mm. of there, there was a lot of like sl- like talk, not argument, just a lot of talk about like, well, mm. this thing looks weird when you have the wings out. How do you have it standing with the wings out? And then it was like, this this is actually designed to stand with the wings. Like this on the front legs, like this, and I, it made it made me really like that figure because it was like mm, mm. so unique in how it executed
1: on that. Yeah, um, it also means like when they were standing, their front halves are much more elevated than their back halves because they're obviously like the wings are much longer. But like the bird, like they've always been assumed to be kind of bird or bat like, and they're not. They're just not. They're, their wings mm. aren't constructed the same as bats. They're constructed very differently. Like bats have the whole hand. Pterosaurs have. Individual fingers and then one massive finger that's, again, as long as your arm or longer, um, supporting the wing. And then they don't take off the way birds do. Like, you, classic thing, you sort of say, like, either jump off the cliff because people thought they sucked and then <laughs> glide or throw out their arms and do like a, a flappy motion, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What they seem to do is something called quadrupedal launch. Like, they're so, like, birds take off the way they do because they actually have really strong legs. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of muscle in their legs, and they tr- they basically just hurl themselves up. Or, in a swan's case, they use the really powerful legs to keep the balance while they're getting motion going. Pterosaurs, what they seem to basically do is launch themselves by leaning backwards and throwing themselves forward with their forearms, and basically just using these incredibly powerful arms to hurl the entire body straight up. <laughs> that's awesome. So, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're basically doing a handstand into the air. Yeah. And, like, they didn't... Mo- the whole they they all ate fish thing, that's bogus um some ate fish some ate plants some ate fruit some ate reptiles some ate insects the bigger ones probably just speared dinosaurs and and swallowed them whole of yeah. varying sizes because I they mean, were, were the biggest animal like they lived on ana- islands usually and they were the biggest animal on there when, once you put the image in my mind of a
0: thing just using its raw power to to launch itself up in a f- like
1: flipping handstand, I'm like, no, it probably could just eat whatever it wants. <laughs> yeah, um, like uh, uh, the one of the biggest ones, Quetzalcoatlus, It's uh, probably it could just look the T Rex in the eye, like mm. like if it picked a fight, it would lose, but it could probably put that eye out if it wanted to. Like, it would just, again, be like shooting a honey badger in the face. All you've done is piss it off. But, like, the idea of, like, this flying animal, like, you t- you picture flying animals, and, like, they're, they're very, you know, we all have, like, eagles are kind of as big as it gets. The idea that there's a the flying animal that was wandering around the Earth that was looking Tyrannosaurus straight in the eye. Mm. Like, it's fascinating. Like, that, I love that. I love how that is.
0: Um, like I, I don't, like, don't want to keep I don't want to keep crutching on my my one board game deck builder card game I got, but Apex mm. Theropod uh, deck builder game. Uh, mm. One of the things I have kind of enjoyed about it is that you you, know, you have a bunch of dinosaurs you can pick from. Like uh, Quetzalcoatlus is one of them, and yeah. and you're you're having basically like you're kind of having like an RPG boss fight against a gang of dinosaurs <laughs> with a big boss somewhere in, amidst mm. them, and and part of the fun of it is, like, kind of breaking apart that old pop culture image of, like, you know, there's, like, three dino- three or four dinosaurs that are bigger than all the rest, and that's that, and it's, like, instead you're having these, like, these awesome, like, just gang fights of these dinosaurs <laughs> and the different ways they would function. I gotta tell you more about it later, mm. but uh... Oh, yeah, definitely. But I was gonna say, going off all this, uh, that would make Swoop, like, probably one of the ones who just, like, they just, he, he can't readjust while looking G1, yeah. for the most part?
1: No at all um the robot mode won't work the pterosaur won't work you have to redesign it like nick had to when he did a realistic looking pteranodon because as i said he did a bit of research Mm -hmm. and found like he put cheeks on sludge because at the time people thought they had cheeks they don't they didn't they probably did have cheeks but they didn't have like big puffy ones like idw sludge has but at the time they thought they did so nick added them which i always give him credit for um but that slug swoop just doesn't work like again the cyberverse leak design is really fun looking and it's as good as you're going to get or animated again kind of as good as you're going to get in those styles mm-hmm. but they're they're still not quite there like i used to really work to make animated stand right <laughs> but um <laughs> but that like you want the animated proportions w- in terms of a body with different with a different approach to the wings and you'll get something that's approaching, right? And, I'm like, I think it would look really cool, because I think pterosaurs look really cool. And I think the idea of that turning into, like, this live, agile robot. Like, Wingfinger, if you could fill Wingfinger out and fix the way he walks, he almost has to walk. But the wings, the actual Wingfinger screws it up, ironically. But, like, <laughs> do, do something like that. I, I really like that aesthetic. Like, I'm not just into big, bulky bots. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and similarly, uh, similarly <laughs> I, I like that a classic swoop. Like it feels like nowadays, a classic swoop actually just leans into the part where it's like this is more like a an aircraft with a dinosaur head on the front. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and you know, given it's it's a robot, it's like well, if you lean into that, it still kind of works. It's just you know, obviously, it's there was no creature
1: that was like a literal jetpack with a head. Um, no, just just like just like Blixwing, Couldn't fly in real life. Yeah,
0: (laughs) well, flies with magic, science, magic. Yeah, Uh, falling with style. Well, that, that, I, I really, I, I really like remembering the 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 fans project Dino, Dinobots because, like you know, they were sort mm. of a storied set of figures. It had you know a lot of highs and, and a lot of lows, but like the really feels like the designer changed halfway through on those. Yeah, I, I I definitely got that vibe. Not just the designer, but even just like the the I guess the the main bullet points of what they were going for almost. Mm. But uh, thankfully, yeah. the the swoop that they did was from the stronger end. I think of that. Mm-hmm. That's set and it, it is a still very unique transforming robot that turns into a um a, a i guess what tarot tarot uh, family kind of thing that actually yeah. can walk around yeah. yeah um
1: so hey look into that one if you've never picked it up it's also very fun I, uh, yeah I've been meaning to for ages, but it's one of those things like, I'll get that, I'll think of something else now.
0: <laughs> On the bright side, they, those... Last I checked, which was a couple years ago, but it feels like that that whole set, for the most part, kind of like people have fallen asleep about it, so it shouldn't be too hard to find mm. them. Uh, I ended up I ended up selling off the um, the regular versions a while ago. I just kept the Diaclone color ones. Um, mm mm-hmm. But uh, I, I did keep all the little weapon buddies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, so that, that's kind of like the five Dinobots. You know, they're, they're ups and downs. They're scientific. Um, for the, I guess for the most
1: part, inaccuracies. Uh, <laughs> outside of newer designs. But I, I will say, I still love them. And I, my, my retro love, as I said, I have a love for retro. mm mm-hmm. um, and i love monster movies and i don't get mad about jurassic park and i'm stupidly excited for for the jurassic park set and i'm looking forward to jurassic world dominion basically just because rexy will pick a fight with another big dinosaur and because it's the last one she'll probably kick its ass hell yeah Um, and then she and then she leans down
0: and she leans down and talks (laughs) talks
1: talks while picking up a car
0: (laughs) It's like but. I could have I could have done this whenever I wanted. <laughs> uh, but it, peace. I, I'm just thinking, like as a, as a little sort of like a, a topper to this. There are plenty of other dinosaur mm. transformers that have managed to sneak into existence over the years. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, I was, I was Bless Magmatron. <laughs> oh yeah, Magmatron. I, w- I wasn't thinking of him, but now I am horrifically inaccurate, but it is massively fun. <laughs> Are you telling me there was no horrific
1: triple Chimera fusion of three completely different creatures at some point? I mean, there was, but we, but that was a guy trying to make money, with oh. a lo- and he did it really badly. <laughs> I I, I was thinking of... uh, That is is a real thing, by the way, faking fossils, which is basically, you get half of one dinosaur, you get half of another, you glue them together and you say, this is new, give me a million dollars. And 50-50, 50-50, they'll pay.
0: I'm I'm sure as, as science continues <laughs> to modernize, it's it's got to at least be partly driven by people who are like, we got to deal with these friggin' fossil, these bone gluers. We gotta- <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised how accurate that is. <laughs> uh, but I, I was thinking off the top of my head, like, you know, we've mentioned paddles. Um Yes, and uh, paddle. Paddle sadly doesn't really exist much in ways we can reference in Transformers. Um, mm. Even the name paddles is only barely official at all. Yep. <laughs> so there's there's not much to work <laughs> off of. But like that was another whole like you know type of
1: dinosaur, right? Like an aquatic. Yeah, um, uh, creature plesiosaur. That what's called plesiosaur. Uh, probably yeah. an Elasmosaurus, but that's a different conversation. Um, is it?
0: Is it remotely close the fact that paddles tends to just be sludge with different legs, <laughs> or is, it, is that um, rem, like with legs replaced with flippers? Is that remotely close? Um, no, to... yeah, no. I didn't the think the so. only
1: thing they really had in common was a long neck. But the the, the neck held like the neck is held forward in their case because they're in the water. Yeah. Um, and they they couldn't really bend it much. It kind of went from side to side. Um, really agile, really quick, short tail. Very funny story about it. Actually, the story I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you ever hear of the Bone Wars? That sounds that sounds friggin' hype and metal. The Bone Wars? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Edward Cope and O'Donnell Marsh, if I've got those names the right way around. Um, 1800s, uh, two scientists hated each other. Were best friends for years, but really learned to hate each other. Meanwhile, in America, like we found these really big dinosaur sites, and they're this is where Triceratops come from it's where Stegosaurus comes from it's where Patosaurus and Brontosaurus come from and like these are being churned out so these two really rich guys pay an inordinate amount of money to two different press gangs basically to find fossils and bring them back and sabotage the other guy which did lead to literal shootouts um, <laughs> and also led to an enormous amount of information being lost like a dinosaur that might have been bigger than anything else ever found got blowed the hell up with TNT so that, it, so that I think it, so that it couldn't get back because they used to blow each other the, the supplies up. Um, but a very famous thing is that. Um, I want to say Marsh, it was uh, found a plesiosaur, found the paddles and said, like, it was the first one ever found. He was like, OK, I'm going to reconstruct it. And he put the animal together and put the head on and he put the head on on the short end. So it gave it a big, long paddle tail. <laughs> and very famously, the other guy walked up and without saying a word. Looked at the the skeleton, took the head off, and quietly, and they both say this independently in their diaries, quietly walked up to the other end uh, and put the neck on, didn't say a word, and walked out. (laughs) And they literally had shootouts over this, leading to the Bone Wars. Oh, man. Which may have been started because one guy had a head up an ass. (laughs) This is also
0: why I wanted to to do this little focus podcast because like the history of dinosaurs in Transformers is in and of itself already a little weird, and it's <laughs> it all seems like it is just one branch off the large, fascinating tree of like the history of trying to study the, the you know the remains of those creatures. Uh, mm. I, I, I was going to say the, the last one coming to mind obviously is Slash, um, one of the mm, new mm, sixth mm, Dinobots. Fashion.
1: Yeah, um, um, slash is cool. Like slash is as right as modern raptors tend to be, minus the feathers, mm. and the and the wrong wrists. But that like that's Jurassic Park effect again.
0: Well, and that brings me to um, one of one of the last two ones I was going to bring up here. The first one being the fossilizers, um, mm. where we I, I remember this being a whole thing. Like we had a new fossilizer named Vertebrake, who and myself, many other people, mm. were like, oh, cool, skeleton raptor. uh <laughs> to which there was a whole lot of like, ha, huh, I heard in the background when, you know, the rest of us were saying that. Uh, so what, what would you, so, so vertebrae, as I understand it, is not necessarily a raptor? Or was
1: it the other way around? Um, because- not even close. Um, very different, fa- more closely related to triceratops, actually, and only distantly there. Oh, damn. Um, so there's a family of dinosaurs, and you can pronounce, there's two different ways of pronouncing this. Pachycephalosaurus or Pachycephalosaurus. I'm in Ireland, so I say "kaffel" and uh, America says Cefal. Um mm. And they were bipedal um, dinosaurs, but they were herbivores, and they had a big dome on their skull. Um, you you probably at some point. Um, oh, what was his name? Um, oh, the, 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 the hardhead was it? The Beast Wars second oh, guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's one. Like, the re- he's a retool of a raptor, obviously, but that big dome in his head, that's what they had. Um, they were very strange animals. Um, they seem to have evolved to headbutt, as in run at each other really fast and hit as hard as they can. Um with a big dome skull now whether they hit head to head or to the side or whatever that's up for debate but they've evolved to do this so well that when they bend their head over their spine is a perfect line which is the best shape you can have for absorbing impact oh wow So these things hit and energy just moves in a straight line all the way down their spine out their tail like it's nothing else that we know of like goats don't do this like they 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 take more of an impact when they hit each other yeah. um so like there's obviously that like again i think display is a big thing but these things were doing something and simple occam's razor the simplest answer is usually the right one and if the answer is this thing is designed to hit each other probably did Um, But yeah, like, the body was very vaguely raptory, but they didn't look alike. And poor old, Mm. poor old vertebrae is caught in, like, two or three different controversies. Well, was was that the one that they were also, um, I forgot the word now, but I remember,
0: like, there was a, from a Hasbro source, there was another um, alt mode
1: uh, definition given? It was like a, was it? Yeah, so, Draco Rex Hogwartsy, Dragon King of Hogwarts, by the crazy guy I mentioned earlier on, Robert Backer, who was a big (laughs) Hogwarts fan. I bet he's regretting some of his choices now. Um, Halfway through that, I thought you were, no. you were doing a bit. <laughs> no, I'm not. Draco Rex Hogwartsy. Oh, um, boy. So it's a <laughs> smaller, flathead... Like, there were two different types. There were the big dome ones, called, which were the Pachycephalosaurs themselves, and the Homocephals, or Homocephals, which were the flat tops, which probably didn't do the whole head banging thing and probably did a lot more shoving, but they still had the neck things so that are definitely doing impact on some level. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, in in the early 2010s, uh, studies came out that said, like, um, half of these dinosaurs aren't real because they had something called metaplastic bone. They're, this bone changes, they grew, and these are babies. So this... So, Dracorex would be a baby. There was another dinosaur called Sigimoloch which had like a big ring of spikes around the back of its head. That would be like a subadult, and Pachycephalosaurus would be the adult. We're all found the same way. Uh, similar thing, like they said, that Triceratops was like a new, like a middle, like a young adult version of an animal called Torosaurus. Hmm. Um, with Taurosaurus, that's dropped away. Um, no one believes that anymore. Um, they seem to be two distinct animals. We found age, we found like age brackets of both. Um, with Dracorex and Pachycephalosaurus, there's still debate because the bone does seem weird. It does seem to change as they grow more than it should. Um, if you ask one paleontologist, they'll say Pachycephalosaurus and Dracorex are two different animals. You ask another one, Dracorex and Pachycephalosaurus are the same animal. Uh, babies often look very different from adults. You know, uh, well, not me. I still look like I did when I was two, but, um, <laughs> like simple things like eyes are bigger. You know, your eye is much bigger when you're a baby. Um, cause your eye doesn't change, change really as you grow, but you know, it stays the same size and your skull grows around it basically. Um, so was this a case where Draco Rex was just a, an infant and we've misidentified it as an adult of a different species or was it distinct and it just occupied a different, like, ecological role did it eat a different type of food what story we don't know so poor pearl vertebrae stuck in the middle just like i just want to be a cool skeleton dinosaur all vertebrae <laughs> wanted to do was be the skeleton dinosaur with vertebrae in the name and it's... yeah
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I, I mean was... fair play to hasbro in all honesty for picking that like same yeah. with ractonite i'm just like wow not going for the obvious yeah <laughs>
0: Well, like, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the fossilizers must have must have been uh, a fun. Now that it seems like the journey's over with Wingfinger, must have been a fun journey mm-hmm. um, to, mm-hmm. to to go like, on. They're really
1: nice looking skeletons on. I don't super love the robot modes or anything, but I think the skeleton modes are really nice looking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like Paleotruck looks great. Um, again, plenty of things I can complain about, but just like a, like a fun like desk toy for someone like me, like that's awesome. Yeah, like, I. Probably never transformed them, but they like sitting on a desk. Wonderful. They are. They are also like I said it before on this
0: podcast. They're also the of of the 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 uh, Iserators. Um, of mm-hmm. the last three years. They're, they're the ones that actually work for me the most, just like putting the pieces together. Mm. It, ter- it just turns out if, if you take that play pattern and make it cool dinosaur bone parts, I suddenly am way more into how it all looks in the end. Uh, and you can combine them into monsters, which you can't do with the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had so much fun with that one combo I did with just uh, Ractonite and Paleotrex forming like a mech suit for Vertebrae. Uh, mm-hmm. I Vertebrake. Now that I got Wingfinger and, uh, and Transmutate, I gotta try some more stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the last ones I want to touch on, uh, it doesn't have to be long. The weird two headed ones that we had the couple of times, um, <laughs> does that remotely exist?
1: <laughs> I mean, kind of. All right. Uh,
0: cause we had, um, we had strafe. That was the main one strafe from yeah. age of extinction. Strafe.
1: And then uh, slash, I think, Total no strafe, um, strafe. Strafe was the main one, who totally wasn't an attempt to hide a copyright issue. Yeah. But,
0: um... And then there was the the IDW version, as well, with the splitting head. Yeah.
1: Um... What was her name? Um, I think that was Strafe, as well. I was just looking it up. Yeah, no, it was. It was Strafe. Yeah, 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 yeah. IDW Strafe. Yeah, she was fun. I liked her. Um... Mm. nice, Nice way of doing the Dinobots without Grimlock. But, um... So, I mean... No, there was no species that just, like, was born with two heads. Hmm. But just like us, abnormalities and changes happen during births. So have you ever heard of a king snake? Oh so this is, Somewhat, but did explain a, it. It's, a, it's, it's not a particularly large snake, but it's it's hefty. And it seems to have a higher normal rate of conjoined. Conjoined births. So what happens more frequently than others is basically you have twins in the same egg who are not born as separate individuals, their bodies conjoined and they're bo- born usually is basically just two heads at the end of a, a normal snake body. And as... Functionally, they can live surprisingly well. Um, the only issue seems to come up if they if one is more competitive than the other, because it will try to eat the other head. Ooh, that'd be a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you kill one of them because they're both hooked up to the same organs, there's a high chance of, like, you're going to die too, because you've, you know, bled out. Um, yeah. Doesn't always happen. They found fully grown adults that are seemingly perfectly happy. Um snakes seem to have a higher percentage of it than most animals. Um but it happens in like I it happens in cows, it happens you know, it happens in people, it happens mm. in fish, every birds, everything. Crocs. And it happened in dinosaurs. We don't have a lot of evidence for it, but we found a few skeletons that are really weird and would most easily be explained with being conjoined. Okay. Um so I'm sure I, I, this is one of those things I can say with near certainty. There were times when a dinosaur was born, and it was a conjoined twin. And whether they live... They, you know, maybe they didn't get lucky, and maybe they did. And I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it, but um, yeah, strafes. The strafes are very much basically, how how much monster can we make this? Yeah. Um, it was really weird in Age of Extinction because they already looked like a monster. So it was just like... Oh, by the way, here's two heads, and also Dinobots didn't do anything in that movie.
0: Yeah. At all.
1: Well, they, they protect. They protected my family, or they die
0: uh, yeah. for freedom.
1: Uh, Murder Prime is still my favorite.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I'll kill you. I, I was going to say, like, like probably
0: trying to find any evidence of conjoined dinosaurs must be exacerbated Odd by sir. the the whole
1: nature of the bone gluers. Like, <laughs> yeah, that has happened as well. That's genuinely like um. I've seen pictures of skeletons that have been modified and it's just like, oh my God, we found this really rare, like incredibly rare, like million to one odds baby. And look, it's a, it's a horrible conjoined twin and you should pay me a lot of money. And depending on the country, they'll buy it um, because some don't have a very well-developed paleo, paleo background and they're just like, okay, we're just general scientists. We don't know much about this. Sure, sure, maybe this is real. We'll look at it later. And then you, just, you look at it under a microscope and you're just like, that's a lot of glue you also want like uh, is it a thing where you do buy a bone glue
0: project because you know that the deal you're getting is like well it's worth it for all the parts like like does yeah, that ever happen
1: unfortunately it's it's um there was one there how many years ago was that not too long ago actually um maybe five or six years ago and two dinosaurs glued together uh because it looked better like they were like they were the front end and the back end very well preserved both of them and they looked better and that was the way the guy glued them together and was trying to sell them because aesthetics were a big are a big thing in sort of the black market for fossils. Mm. And it turned out both of them were a new species. Huh. So I was, I was wondering, do you ever like he th- made more money selling them individually?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, does the word ever get put out of like, hey, listen, we know what you guys are trying to do, but sometimes, like, we just we just want the bits. Like, if we can skip the gluing part,
1: <laughs> we'll, but, this will yeah, this, turn but, out better. But, like, when they sell them they're selling them to the highest bidder and frequently the highest bidder is private and all they want is something pretty oh um, wow and which leads to a lot of um black market issues and and a lot of really dodgy stuff um like mongolia had a big problem of, sp- of um fossils being sold illegally in the black market brazil is currently making big motions to stop um export of fossils china will actually have you executed Hmm. if you are found exp- fo- smuggling a fossil out um i'll never be 100 percent sure of this but i think i might have accidentally handled a very a black market tyrannosaur from mongolia once that ended up on the news because um, <laughs> there was, someone was trying to sell it for like 26 million or something like that and i was just sitting there just like because I'd, I'd gone around someone's house and they was like wow this is incredible and we're looking at it and like but looking at looking at this news story and just like there's just not a good chance there's two of them in this country. <laughs> I was just like, I know nothing. I know nothing. It's like, don't don't dust it for prints, please. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh, a professional. That guy, I, that guy had really cool stuff. And looking back at it now, I was very naive not to be suspicious. You're like, man, <laughs> you seem to have everything on the black market. The... <laughs> It's so crazy Whoa. hey it's that nested dinosaurs that went missing two years ago <laughs> wow you got <laughs> one sure too this sure looks like them <laughs> yeah yeah no that was a conversation that happened <laughs> and that's before you get into people who are literally willing to murder you over this stuff oh man but um yeah no it's really crazy like pale- dinosaur people are nuts <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it's uh, and it, it, it like I said
0: before it trickles down in the barest of ways into Transformers and mm. yet in Transformers it is one of the most recurring topics. Uh, yep, you know, like <laughs> especially when it's not one of those five, it then becomes an even bigger mm. topic. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that about, that about hits hits uh, hits kind of the cap of what I had to talk about here um, with this one. So. Uh, i think I'll, I'll start to lead us out mikey if people want to want to check out what you're up to like you don't you also have podcasts about transformers oddly
1: enough yes um, we don't really talk about them much there anymore but we talk about most things you got you <laughs> a transformer's name on that podcast <laughs> and everything it's we do a- Moonbase 2 we've been going for a few minutes um yeah if you want to check us out Moonbase 2 at listen.com we're on itunes and basically all your podcast apps um and, yeah, um, we've got an email address if you want to send us questions. Moon based, I'll answer anything. It doesn't really matter what it's on. moonbase 2 at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and the moonbase 2 If you want to see my, my dinosaur stuff, or, which at the moment is mostly retweets because I've got, like, so much going on that has nothing to do with dinosaurs. So they're kind of on a bit of a back burner at the moment. But um, uh, Irish Paleo. Uh, paleo with two A's. P A. L A E O because we spell it different from you because this side of the world invented the word and uh, America just took an A off. I,
0: I'm just I'm holding my hands in the air and shrugging like I'm not American. I'm, <laughs> I'm Canada. I'm Canada. I'm Canada, man. I,
1: listen, man, I'm Canada. I ain't done nothing wrong. I'm
0: fine. We're good. I, had, I had more than I had more than a handful of people all asking me with great confidence. Oh, right, so you're coming to TFCon Baltimore, right? I'm just like, no. What? I can't. <laughs> That's no a, you're that's, in the
1: wrong you're in the wrong country <laughs>
0: that's a lot of work right now <laughs> like i not to say like there's, i know there's canadian folks going obviously but it's like it's not like as much of a given like i can't just drive there you know actually in He's fact it's gonna have to be like currently literally <laughs> can't damn. just drive there hmm. uh hmm. but uh yeah um and also obviously if you
1: have any more questions about dinosaurs and transformers just hit up mikey mikey knows those Absolutely. dinosaurs I love um, answering any kind of question. Like seriously, I'll, I I love when people ask me random questions. So if you want to know anything about anything, uh, Irish paleo, to, emails, wherever, I'll answer most questions. I guess I guess I'll, I'll ask a question to, to to really
0: cap this off. Um, hmm. So there there is the concept of a volcanicus, a combined dinobot hmm. combiner. Um, if you if you had your druthers for you, what would a vul- a perfect volcanicus be for you?
1: Um, I would change the alt modes for a few of them. I think you've got to have T-Rex in the middle. Like, it's it's T-Rex. Um, I would have, like, Cyberverse is doing the whole um, Rex head is like an emblazoned, like, Brave thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. like Brave does lions. Like, that I would keep. I would definitely keep that. And I would go for, like, Big Open Mountain. Like, yeah. Um, I wouldn't have a Pterosaur in there. Because they just give you, like, one really weedy arm or leg. And I mm-hmm. was like wouldn't work so i would have something like an ankylosaurus um and like i'd have an ankylosaur and a stegosaurus for the legs i might not what would i go with um i wouldn't bother with a raptors or anything like that i wouldn't have sludge just because i don't think the i changed sludge's alt mode because i don't think the silhouette works so well it always looks um, weird
0: always looks weird
1: yeah yeah maybe it, like it would It would take like maybe maybe a packy because they're quite big, um, and they're they've got the they would have kind of the combiner war silhouette, Mm. like you know the the combiner wars arm silhouette, Um, just because no one would ever think of putting it in. I it it would be like it would be like and like one thing I'd like about volcanicus is for it to be asymmetrical and weird, Mm. like better proportions more super robot proportions but like we don't need to go for this like everything's like parallel so like have one giant arm like that the ends in a claw i'd have it there as in a saurus in there um because they are nuts they are doomed turkeys uh hang on i've got to find your picture of one (laughs) of these um so like it would be very different like i i want volcanicus to look not wrong per se but i want him to look very other from the other combiners like, he looks... One of the mistakes they made with Volcanic is they tried to make him a five-member normal combiner. Like, they should have gone with something mm-hmm. else, I think. They should have gone weird. Like, the, the beast was a mistake. That's not... That's too weird. That's gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> but um I definitely would have gone with something... Just something unique and cool. Like... Like, like know, off, our the yeah. off our conversation. Yeah. Offer
0: conversation. The first things I'm thinking is just like you have you have a thagomizer fist and you have a you have a packy headbutt yeah. fist and you already yeah, got some no, going. that would be great. Oh,
1: this thing looks Aberrain. spooky. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. That one is another one that we've got about as tall as uh, T Rex. Might have been a plant eater. Might have been an omnivore. No one's really sure. But um. Those are those are the biggest claws on record. And what was this um, one called? Okay, so it's a therizinosaur, All right. um, which is a very long name. Um, but there's lots of different types. How long were the claws? I, I knew. that I think they're like a meter, two meters. I would not want to be hugged by a one to two meter long claw. <laughs> no, and they're very. It's kind of like a bear hug. Uh, yeah, that's a, no, that's wrong. Uh linked. linked, linked. Give me information. I knew a guy who used to work on these. Uh, one meter long. Before you add on like nails, <laughs> <laughs> and nails can add on probably a third of the length again. That that
0: does make for an excellent combiner arm, especially if you have that alongside yeah. the Packy Punch. Yeah, I mean, you, you were
1: saying like yeah. Super Sentai, in fact, has done that already. Uh, yeah. Um. But like, you look at that shape; it would like you could kind of get a standard ar- like combiner arm out of it, but you could also like bulk it up and just like throw like. The whole instead of like the neck fall, the neck falls back and then just the arms come forward as like this massive like two pronged claw. Like, yeah, 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 I would love that. All
2: like, right, like,
1: don't give him those stupid sticky outy shoulders. I hate those stupid <laughs> sticky outy shoulders on Volcanicus. It didn't.
0: Well, we've, why? We've uh, we've made we've made the case for why we should be hiring Mikey to do Volcanicus two. Um, for <laughs> Electric uh, legacy year three or whatever. However far the leak lists have gone, yeah. I am in fact not going to keep up with ha- those.
1: Legacy, as long as we get knockout and apparently prime soundwave out of it, I'll be happy. Yeah, which uh, I just saw today. It was just like, I am mean, soundwave, as in the good sound, as in my soundwave. I love my soundwave. <laughs> all soundwaves are good, but this is my soundwave. This is like my boy, my terrifying silent boy. <laughs> There is an upscaled knockoff of that one that I was
0: looking at that has that has the tentacles. Ah. Uh, they got that in that e store. Um, but uh, yeah, Mikey, thanks for thanks for stopping by um, and uh, and doling out some of this knowledge. Uh, happy to, sir. happy to, dear listeners. You know, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna <laughs> try to f- not be too boring. No, no, no. Di- I, I don't think dinosaurs are capable of being boring. Um, <laughs> gi- given you're, you're, you're just rattling off little factoids I'd never heard before. And now I'm like, yeah, okay, so T-Rex is lift and can throw tanks. That's awesome.
1: Uh, <laughs> T-Rex does lift. It remembered boat leg and uh, arm day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, I'm I'm um, I'm every time one of these these
0: kind of things pops to mind, like this is these are some of my favorite one-off little podcast uh episodes to do where we we kind of go a little bit a little bit uh, you know timeless, a little bit evergreen, if you will, and mm. uh, and talk about something that's very ever present in Transformers. Um, you know we've we've done planes and we've done dinosaurs now. I'm not sure what else is left. I mean that that accounts for almost every Transformer that's ever been made. <laughs> uh, but uh, there
1: must be a car guy out there. There must be one guy who's into cars like, properly into Cars, who could do something with this. Nah, I don't, I don't think because anyone's really... You know really... what's weird? Do you know what's genuinely weird? I never meet a Transformers who, person who's into Cars. The So, I always meet people into Transformers who are into Cars only
0: precisely when I say, I don't know anything about Cars. That I always happen to be right by someone who not only knows about Cars, but is completely aghast that I don't know anything about Cars, but I'm into Transformers. <laughs> uh... I do know. I mean, I do know a guy who's into a type of car. I guess I can figure something yeah. out. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll be back with some more Transformers talk as time continues. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you again, Mikey, for coming by. And uh, Happy stay, to be here. stay safe, everybody. I demand your health and safety. Second.
2: They're here to stay.